Is today the day, the day that you choose you? Are you ready and willing to play outside the confines that keep you stuck? This is your invitation to receive new perspectives, to open up to a new energy of limitless choices with your health, body, spaces, relationships, money, business, and beyond. Are you ready to leap fences and embrace your boundless life? Listen now to Infinite Energy's radio show with Lisa Bennett. Hello, hello everyone. I'm excited to be here today and oh my goodness. So here we are. We are, wow, we're chatting about the magic of the direction of our desk and creating success with the direction of our desk. So how many of you out there have heard about the direction of your desk and You've, you've heard about feng shui, you've heard about energy, you've heard about um, interior design, uh, what works best for the particular space, and you've, you've kind of listened to all these different stories and you haven't, actually haven't listened to what works best for your body. So welcome everyone. My name is Lisa Bennett and I'm a space whisperer. So what mean? Well, I am someone that has had a capacity with spaces since I was a little kid, and I can literally walk into a room and get a download of information about what works and what is no longer working for a particular space, and also to get a bit of information about what's going on with the people's lives that live within that space or work within a particular space. So I can I can tell when when companies are doing well and when relationships are going sideways and maybe health is going a little sideways and and believe you me our senses do not lie and how can we improve upon the health of our bodies the health of our business uh the health of our bank accounts the health of our um relationships and so this today uh came up with um a couple of people in my my personal circle of, of friends who had watched me transform my office and I tend to move my desk around and things up in my office. Seems like I was sort of every six months I just seem to desire change my view. Um, yeah, so let's let's play with this and uh um we're gonna talk a little bit about your desk and what's available first of all for desks out there and uh what um and where you are placing within your office so let's pretend that you have a bare space and nothing is in right now so just imagine that and and if you want you can get out a pen and paper and do a freehand draw cuz i find freehand drawing is probably the most realistic energetically uh, so even if you desire to get a ruler out, all of my friends that are draftspeople uh, like to draw out architectural to scale drawings for once. You get to put the ruler away and the measuring tape and and uh, you get to draw freehand. So pen and paper out and so wherever your office is, and if you're in a corporate environment, if you're in a cubicle, um, open floor plan, whatever that is. So right now, draw your particular desk, even if you have a whole group of desks. And I'd like you to draw your desk, whether it is a square, a rectangular, whether it has a um, demi-lune, which is like a half-moon shape. Um, draw the desk out that you currently have, or if you want, and if you're in the process of actually creating a new office and you get to choose your desk, Literally, I, I'm going to ask you what might seem like a really odd question, but it it really does work. So ask your body which size or what shape of desk would be the most contributive to your future. And that includes everything, like increasing your business, increasing the relationships in your life, increasing uh, the money, increasing your health, so all the areas of your life. So most people, they're what I call their pain points or their pressure points or or whatever that might be that that 
motivates them, sort of their motivational areas are within their business, within their uh, bodies, within their relationships, and within their money. So those are the four sort of, I would call them the top hot, hot topics uh, that seem to drive a lot of people in what they're choosing to do in their lives. The one area that I'm going to throw in there, however, so you've got your your body is one, your uh, so your health and your body is one, your relationships is number two, uh, number three is your um, career and your business, and number four is your relationships. And the fifth one that we're adding to this list, so don't write this list down, haha, <laughs> funny. The fifth one is what I'm going to add to there, and, and most people forget about this, especially when it comes to business. And this one might surprise you, but it's joy, fun, happiness, all of that, fun, playful energy. Okay, so list it again. The playful, fun, joyful energy is what I call the bonus which really, if we could put them in order, that would be what I would consider number one. Health, relationships, your career, and your money. So those five key areas are really what we're going to be inviting into your office. And when we can acknowledge those five key areas that you're inviting into your office space, into your business, you're actually going to now come from a creative energy going forward. And this last two weeks, I've been really, uh, I, I would say, doing almost like a reverse engineering on my business, asking what people in my uh, clientele have been asking for over the years and looking at all the top points and what people have constantly been coming back to me for at getting advice on over the years. And those are really the top areas. And the joyful, fun, playful energy is the one that oftentimes has people go, well, I'm, oh, what are you talking about? Joyful, fun, happiness. Like, that's something I do separately from my business. That's something that I do when I get home from, from my corp downtown office. That doesn't, that's not even part of my office situation. I'm, I, when I go, I work, I'm, I'm there. Yes, I'm there to make money. And yes, I'm there to build up my career. But the playful, joyful, happy, fun energy, there's not very much time for that. There might be on lunch break. There might be, uh, you know, um, when I go outside, grab a cup of coffee quickly or in between meetings might be a little bit of playful banter between some of my uh, peers. But when I'm working, I'm serious. Wow. And so can you perceive, I'm just going to, I'm going to try to have my face look very serious talking on the radio. So this is my serious voice. I'm being very serious. <laughs> I'm trying not off. But then I have my playful, joyful, upbeat, energized voice that actually for me is where I choose to function from 99% of the time. So are you willing to begin this particular journey coming from a fun, joyful, playful space. Cool. And I'm just going to that everybody says yes out there. And, and, if you, and during this particular show, if something comes up for you, know that you could call in. The number is 1-613-800-8736 in Canada. And if you're in the U.S., 1-815-880-8255 for the U.S. And then beyond, if you're Europe or anything else, you can always uh, go through the uh, Inspire Choices Network and you can go in via Skype and, and uh, um, you go in through the back end that way and, and come with questions into the, the chat room. Uh, we love to get questions. And especially if we're in a live show, um, I love having that available. So here we are. So we're now bringing in this joyful, playful, fun energy into our office. And you might say, well, how do I do that? So a couple of things. We can, we can 
if you are starting a clean slate, you can get a desk that's actually going to be kind of fun for your body and fun for your environment. So one of the new sort of styles desks that's really becoming quite um, well marketed is there are desks now that electronically go up and down. And in fact, it was so funny. So in North America, uh, we have IKEA which a lot of people kind of laugh and go, oh, not Ikea. And they assume that it's a university um, store for kids or young couples starting in their first home or et cetera, et cetera. Well, the gift of Ikea is that they have this very functional, uh, simplistic design element in everything they create. And there is usually more than one way of looking at a piece of furniture that they created. And they're quite clever, they're engineers, and they have, so desks that would be from a furniture store specific to offices, you're in the $2,000 to $1,000 mark for any of these particular desks. And I've seen, uh, there's an amazing shop here in, in uh, Calgary that has beautiful finishes on these desks to sort of give it another edge. IKEA has these desks that go up and down with our bodies. And so whatever your price point is, whatever you've determined is your price point, know that you can have a desk that goes up and down. Now, what's what's the advantage of this, you might ask? Well, so how many of you have acknowledged that you, after sitting for a number of hours, your muscles have gotten tighter and shorter, especially around your hip flexors? And so one of the things that I have done for my body to change things up is, for example, when I do my radio show, I'm often standing and then I have a um, one of those blow-up uh, squishy balls. I can sit on that and move my body around and, and do a little wiggle while I'm doing the radio show. So my body is in movement. That's what our body's natural state of being is, is actually moving. And so it, the gift of creating that kind of joyful, full energy is if you're in a corporate environment and the company is wanting to keep you healthy and well and enjoying your position and maximizing their return on their dollar for hiring you and keeping you happy and active and engaged and not calling in sick and not complaining about bodily, um, you know, uh, tightness in your muscles, in your legs or your hip flexors or your lower back or wherever it's showing up for you, to actually say to them, I'm looking at one of these desks and this, given that I'm here, you know, anywhere from seven to nine or some people 12 hours a day, I actually desire to have a desk that goes up and down and I've priced it out and this is what I would like to bring into my space. Now, if you have own space at home, then please do Google standing desks. Now, the gift standing desks is some of them are electronic and some of them you just wind up and down. So whatever's going to work for you. And so if, you, if you're not um, wanting to give the desk that you currently have, there's another way to play. You can actually look at a um, monitor station that actually sits on your desk and is raised and you can play with the height based on your height of how high you would like your computer screen to be. So I happen to have a beautiful old wooden desk that um, is just, it's beautifully carved. It's got some some intricate um, uh, sort of different woods that are, that are um, uh, in the top of this desk, um, and I've had this desk for a long time, and it just, it just, it feels to me this, the energy around this desk feels really, really um, lovely, and uh, the the legs uh, go out, what we call Queen Anne legs, so they kind of go out, and they, they, they have a lovely um, soft edge to them, so they, they end up like little lion, lion feet at the bottom. So it has this beautiful energy to it, and and I I check in with it and say, you know, would you like to stay with me, or would you? Would is there something else? No, no, the desk wants to stay with me. So cool. 
So in order to give my body more ease, I stand up, I move around, and you can raise the screens with these um, little things that go up and down, which is awesome. Because me, I find sometimes when I'm standing that my most creative ideas come. When I go for a walk, when I go for a run, when I go for a bike ride, anything that requires movement, how many of you out there are acknowledging that your your uh, most creative things happen when you're in movement, not actually sitting. So how many people force themselves to create something in a sitting, stagnant position, and yet the creation is requiring action? So get that. If you're stagnant and, and in a sitting position and your creation is requiring action, what if you looked at standing up? What if you looked at moving around to create the action that's actually required for the creation? So, yeah, really cool, right? I know. So, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm. This is where the joy and the fun, the playfulness and the happiness comes into your workplace. And and how many kids were given? Um, the teacher would give them 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 heck for for standing up or wiggling or moving around, and they'd say, "Johnny, sit still. You're moving too much." And yet, it's proved that a lot of us that liked movement actually learn better through movement, right? So there's different types of learners. So one of the things that I I would encourage for any of you that have acknowledged that you actually have created some. Uh, challenges in your body is what if you stood up for an hour or two or moved around and they even have these um, desks on treadmills I think it's cool like you're now the one that I do is I, I do shift from right to left foot I wiggle I twist and so that my body is not in a stagnant way I'm actually in movement and I'm using my hands when I have a um, my radio show, I'm using my hands and describing it as though you're standing directly in front of me. So are you willing to be that way with people when you're on the phone, when you're in a creative mode, when you're putting together a project or, or whatever that is for you? Okay, we are going to have a quick break and we're going to talk more about the direction of your desk equaling success. You are with Lisa Bennett's Infinite Energies and I look forward to chatting with you in a minute. Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. The more someone mentions a space or place, the harder it becomes to ignore. Your home's entrance, for example. Usually, you hardly notice it. But when it's mentioned, you begin to see it as if for the first time, don't you? See the door, the handle, the threshold. Did you know the entrance to your home is a metaphor for the entrance to your life? What's your entrance saying, portraying, projecting? Are you ready to listen to the wisdom and the energy of your spaces? They have transformational information for you. To learn more, reach out and connect with Lisa Bennett's The Space Whisperer at www.infiniteenergies.ca for a private consultation, to book a speaking engagement for your group, or to attend one of her many global workshops. This is Infinite Energies Radio Show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. 
you can send a question or comment to lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. Now back to the program. Hello, hello everyone. I am excited today. So I love playing with uh, people's office space and I'll... With today, we're talking about the direction of your desk equals success, and absolutely. So I'll give you an example. Last week, I was brought in by um, uh, a realtor friend of mine who is creating a new office, and I actually, um, they're in the construction or renovation of their particular space. And so the cool thing about that, for one of my one of my favorite things to do is to actually be a part of the uh, creation of where things go. So oftentimes we bring in an architect or a contractor and he says, well, we can't move this wall. We can only move that. And the doors are here. So you, you deal with the, the space as far as what are the, um, actual set parameters that you have to work within. So doors, uh, closets, plumbing, electrical, uh, windows, uh, this height of the ceiling, um, you know, if it's air conditioning, heating, all of these things are what we call set or, or, or elements that are, are in place for that particular space. And everything else, um, is, is pretty open for manipulation. Of course, plumbing is, plays a big part in that. So when I walked in, you know, he had shown me the, the, the drawings in, uh, a restaurant and I went, okay, cool. And I kind of got an energy and, and good thing about looking at a drawing is that you're not pulled into, uh, you're not pulled into when you walk into a space and people can get overwhelmed with everything coming at them. And so I, I when I read the actual blueprints of the um, space, I was like, okay, well, this and this, I would like to see moved, and this made sense, and the desk was one of the key things that I noticed, and for the staff, well, with their desks. So the the interesting thing is, is, so we had this discussion, and he said, well, come on over, and I said, okay, great. So I went over to the office, and when I walked in, I kind of just got a feel for the land, and um, you know, tiptoed around all the contractors that were working there and they were great because they kind of moved aside just to give us the energy, the space to actually go in there. And so one of the things that I did is I actually took him and I said, okay, so if your body was here and your desk was facing the wall and your back was to the door, the entranceway of the people coming in, how do you feel? And he's like, well, not not actually really that good. Yet I was told this is the direction I should go in. And I said, I can I hear what you're saying. Oftentimes people tell us that if we go in a certain direction, this is what we're going to get. But I said, in front of you, you're going to see a blank wall. Uh, yeah. And I said, so is that inspiring? Not really. And and so I was like, well, so what if we just physically moved you to the other side of the desk? So now you're looking... You're looking at the door. You're looking at the end to your business. You're looking at welcoming the people coming into your business, welcoming the people that are coming into your office, the clients. You're welcoming the money. You're welcoming the health. You're welcoming the fun and the pay and the joy. And when staff come in, nobody's going to surprise you. Totally makes sense, right? So he's like, oh, yeah, I can see that. And I said, so the big wall that's behind you can still have mounted on there. You can have artwork. Uh, you can have what projects are going on if you if you require to see a big whiteboard and mark things out. I mean, there's a, lots of different ways that we can play with walls. Walls are like what I call a blank canvas for creation. So the gift of a blank wall being the canvas of a creation is that you can you can change things on a wall. So. For one one week, it could be a beautiful painting. The next week, it could be a whiteboard with all the projects that are going on. And maybe there's a combination of. Be willing to be playful with the artwork. Be willing to have one wall with an accent color that may really be a strong color that you could have maybe behind you that supports you. So strong colors can often be like a really... Um, big support. It's like putting a pillow behind your back in a chair. It supports your back. Well, a strong color behind you can also have that energy of like supportive 
energy and it also can draw any future clients that are walking in the door to see what's on that wall. So you could put a gorgeous piece of art, you could put all your awards behind you uh, so that people when they walk in, they know they're in the office for that particular person that sells that particular product or that particular person, whether they're a CEO, whether they are... um, uh, you know, the, the top plumber of the company or the manager or, or the assistant, they know that whatever's right directly behind them actually tells a story. Could even have photograph family members. And then, so when we played with that, knowing that when we shifted the way his body was with his desk, he started to see that, oh, okay, this is cool. Now he could start envisioning himself in the space and what would he put in the space. So this is kind of how you you always start with the biggest piece of furniture in any room. And we're talking today about the office. But the biggest piece of furniture in a room is the desk. Everything else is kind of works its way around it, whether it's a filing cabinet, whether it's a credenza, whether it's a bookshelf. All of these pieces all work around. And so we we looked at, once we had sort of established the direction of the desk, everything else, so behind him I suggested perhaps credenza or his filing cabinet, it's, got, it's low and then he has a surface that's directly behind him, or it could be put to the side. So there was there's options. There's, it's when you get the furniture delivered that sometimes when you have the mover in hand, just some a little side note there, don't. Don't have them move it in and then leave. Put the pieces in place based on what you've previously discussed and be willing to shift things on the fly. So that's the playful, that's the joyful, that's the fun energy. Be willing to shift things on the fly, which I mean basically is be willing to, to change things up when those new pieces of furniture come in. Sometimes what you measured in the shop isn't what gets delivered to you um, in your new space. So being to also have things returned if they're oversized or too small. Um, some people, they go, oh, it'll be okay, I'll make it work. Well, that's a space that you spend a lot of hours in. Making things work is not how you want to go forward in your business. You you actually, to create the business that you're desiring to go forward, if you're asking to, to increase the income, increase the business, then you had better honor the space that you've got yourself and your body in every single day. And also, if you are, if you are uh, having clients come to your office, Make sure that the chairs that they are sitting in, either in the waiting room or in your office, are comfortable, that they're comfortable for their back. So get different size bodies to go sit in different chairs. Sometimes people go, oh, I like the look of that. Or they'll sit, and if there are five foot one or two person sitting in a chair, and they say, oh, this works perfectly for me, and then they've got a client that's six foot five that comes in, and they sit chair, and they feel like their knees are up by their by their chin because they're it's so short and and it does have a really big depth in the chair they're going to find themselves feeling like little kids waiting outside the principal's office like they did when they were in school and they got into trouble so <laughs> waiting rooms are literally a receiving room and so if you can if you can change the name up and have it as a receiving room for receiving your clients for having your clients come in and have it as an enjoyable uh, area. Have beautiful plants, have coffee, tea, juice, water, um, maybe some beautiful flowers, fresh cut flowers. I'm not very big on silk or what I consider to be dead or dried flowers. It just has a really old, stale energy about it. And the problem with uh, silk flowers or dry flowers is that they just collect dust and silk flowers, 90, 90% of the people I know that have that kind of an arrangement, they never change it. It stays the same and it never gets cleaned properly. So you've got like spider webs, you've got like ants or little flies that are sort of at the bottom of the vase that have died. And, and so just just please have an awareness 
that that might not contribute to bringing in some fresh, fun, playful clients that you're that come in and, and really want to do some with your company, whatever your company is. So how many of you have ever gone to a hospital or a doctor's office and their waiting room? Literally, there are people that are waiting to either get sick, sicker, die. How many people actually like to sit in a waiting room that are really desiring um, health for their bodies? Very few people that really are desiring health want it still. And it's funny, I, I, 90, I, I usually go to my doctor's office when, you know, the once a year for that yearly checkup. And I find my body likes to stand. And I'm talking about my body. Yes, our bodies are the ones that require the spaces. Our bodies are the ones that require the chairs or standing in front of our computers. So, yes. That's a big part of our creations. And so I do find that I do stand. Um, I don't usually sit uh, unless I know that I'm going to be there for quite a while. And at that point, then I might start leafing through the magazines. So if you have kind of an office, have the most current news, have the most current uh, magazines specific to your industry, and then what I call fluff. Um, fluff is, uh, could be anything from interior design magazines that have beautiful pictures or photography magazines that have beautiful photographs, anything that takes people away from whatever might be going on with them. They could be coming and waiting for a job interview. So there might be some nerves. There could be people that are wanting to know about more about your industry. So there could be some industry-related um, periodicals that are left there if they are uh, people that are interested in knowing more about what's going on in your city and they're visiting for the first time, have a book or a magazine about your specific part of the world. And then if you have the local paper, people like to look at that. And I mean, everything from crosswords to horoscopes to sports to world news, if you have a printed newspaper of that particular day, the, all of those things are nourishing people in that particular uh, receiving room. So chairs, make sure that they're comfortable, have a tape for offering and holding their drinks and a place for people's coats. If you live in a climate like I do where we have winter and they're coming off the street and they have winter coats, winter boots, uh, umbrella, mud, whatever that is, have a space that they can hang everything up and uh, pick it up on the way out. So now we're getting into your office. We've determined where you would like uh, your desk to be. You'd like a view. You'd like to not have your back to the door. And you would prefer to see people coming in the door. So one of the questions that many of my clients over the years say, well, what if I have to, based on the company, has bought me one of those uh, desks that come with a um, a table that swings around to the side and it's like a left or a right return. And so the configuration of my desk has to be in a certain particular, like in a certain way. So I might challenge you on that. I might call the furniture company that, that supplied that and say, look, um, the person before me was a lefty and I'm a right. And so how many of your bodies have adjusted to fit a desk that was built for a lefty and how many lefties have had to adjust their bodies that, to work at a desk that was built for a righty. And so everything from where is your filing drawer, where is your return on the table, like if it's on a left-hand side, then chances are that that person was most likely a lefty. Um, and so just... These are all what I consider to be ergonomically correct for your particular body. And, in, and a lot of our clients lease office furniture. So really to, in, to ensure that the company gets the best possible return on your health and your well-being while you're at the office, investing in you being happy with your desk is really a big primary um, thing and and I know 
that would be one of the key things that I would be checking with with every one of the people that moves into a particular position, especially if there's existing configuration of a desk. And if it doesn't work for you, then please speak up. Okay. So so we now we, we, we've talked about the configuration of the desk. We are talking about having our back to the door might not be the most conducive to creating and inviting more in. Also, if you ever walk into an office with a person and their back is to you, you almost feel like you're treating, you kind of knock on the door gently, you tap, you don't want to scare them. Um, if they're in the zone and they're working really hard and they might just jump out of their seat, well, chances are you might have scared them. And I know myself, whenever I had a desk with my back to the door, I just always felt like I had to sort of keep checking over my shoulder. So just just let's say that you couldn't change the configuration. Well, what can you do? So there's an old trick that, that has been around for a long, long time, is anytime our back is to something, we can ensure that we see people coming into our space. So reflective surfaces directly in front of you so that you can always look over your shoulder. It's like having a rear view mirror in your car. So some people have even put in like a little mirror. Sometimes you can get a um, reflective globe so you can see people coming coming in from behind you. Computer screens are reflective surfaces. Uh, it depends. I know myself, I've got an anti-glare on mine, so I actually can't see if somebody walked in behind me. So you check and see what's available out there. You can go to lots of great decorating stores and see what would be for you that would be fun to have on your desk um, so that you're actually, it's pretty, it, it might be attractive, uh, and see what reflective surfaces are going to um, show you who's coming in from behind. So cool, cool thing that I have is I actually have a light that is chrome and it's a big round, um, it sort of looks like a, um, a moon hanging over my desk. And the particular round ball is silver. And so I can look at that and I can see if, if my desk was configured with my back to it, that would be the first place I would look so I could see when someone's walking in. Nobody could come up and scare me is basically what you're trying to prevent. And so I could see people, if they were standing at the door waiting to talk to me, I could see that. And that's what you want to create. And it, nobody would know that that was the purpose of that, but the purpose of when I purchased it, that it was a reflective surface so that I could actually see who was coming from behind me, which is really kind of cool. And uh, it's sort of like you're, you're decorating a trendy secret. And it's, very, it's a very contemporary lamp. And it's got a really cool glass base. And so it's fun. It's really fun. Uh, so you don't have to go out and buy a mirror. Now, if you're facing a wall, you can put in a mirror there and just a little sort of decorative one to the side. There's, there's so many ways of playing with this. And so you're only limited by your 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 um, points of view of, of not being able to create that magical office. Okay, so now one thing you can also, when we look at desks, is we can talk about what surface what would like it finished in. Some of them are glass, very contemporary, very clean. Others are wood. Some are um, a configuration between metal, wood, uh, metal, glass metal stone. Some of them, I've seen desks made out of old antique wooden doors. So, and, and then their legs are like the old um, sawhorse legs. There's so many ways to play with that. And then if you have a, 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 a an old um, door, you can put a fairly thick piece of glass on top, especially if the door has like little sections that are recessed. So, Great location to check out ideas for really cool desks is if you haven't heard of Pinterest, you want to go there because there's lots of what I call DIY, um, do-it-yourself uh, projects where you actually make your own homemade desk. So, uh, yeah, the old barnwood. Um, I've seen, you know, slabs of, of, of um, uh, gosh, stone. So even even like old 
pieces of wood trunks that have uh, been uh, sliced. And so there's so many different ways you can play. Okay, so now you have your reflective surface if your back is to the door. If you're facing the door, same thing. Find a chair that suits your body. So if you had somebody that was really short that was sitting in a chair before and now you're like the six foot three or six foot five person sitting and trying to see if that chair is going to work for your body, if it doesn't work, then it's not going to work. It's time to invest in a chair that's going to be supportive for you and it can go up and down with you based on if your desk is going up and down because there's lots of cool chairs that do that now. Shift your body movement with your chair and and have close to um, your your chair a place for your feet. Sometimes people get little stools. If they're very short, they put their feet up on a little stool because the chair doesn't go any lower. Um, if you like one of those exercise balls and you want to sit on bouncy exercise balls to strengthen your abs, awesome. And then there's other chairs. There's other stools out there that move around and are almost like on a uh, single spring so that they kind of have a little bit of bounce and they have a little bit of movement and they're all created to build your core muscles, which are stomach muscles, and your lower back. And the gift of those is you are constantly moving and they go up and down with your body as required. So now you've got mobility. You can stand. You've got one of the stands that you can put your uh, monitors on that goes up and down if you've got a set desk or you buy one of those desks that goes up and down. Do you see the choices that we have today compared to what our parents and our grandparents had? They just had a desk. Here it is. Maybe they got a drawer, but they had the old gray filing cabinet that they had to go over and put their files in and the files were only so wide and only so long and big and we didn't have European sizing way back. We had the eight, eight and a half by ten, and so or eight and a half by eleven, I think it is. So, you know, we've come a long way, as they say, with our the way we have filing cabinets, the way that we have uh, photocopiers. Now we're talking about equipment. Where are we going to Where are we going to put our equipment now? Home offices usually come. If it's a bedroom that got converted into an office, so we have these closets. I put my printer in a closet. It's not something that I need to stare at all day long. It's not something that is constantly working. So it goes inside the closet. And within the closet, I've created a shelving unit. And the shelving unit holds things like extra file paper, extra um, printer uh, ink, uh, extra paper, of my binders where I uh, file some of my stuff. So that's what's being held inside the uh, closet. And then there might be, um, right now I have filing cabinet in there with my printer sitting on top of it. And that's cool because I don't have to have access to my files 24-7. I only need to go in there once, maybe twice a week to file some stuff or look for some. But otherwise, no, not so much. So Closets are great places for maximizing the storage and decluttering the rest of your office so that you're not staring at a whole bunch of clutter. Ooh, how many of you have created clutter in your office? Clutter with books, clutter with paper. How many books in your office are no longer serving you? One question I get, and, and I ask people constantly about their stuff, their things. If stuff is no longer serving you in your house, in your office, ask if it is asking to be moved on, gifted, given away, sold. And if it's no longer serving you, then great. It's time to move it on. Sell it, donate it, and if it's broken, let it go. It's just holding space. And when we have things that hold space, it's holding the energy of stagnant, stale energy. And the joyful, happy, playful energy, which we're all now, I'm hoping, from those that are listening so far, 
are wanting to bring that into your life. And you might go, well, that sounds really easy, just decluttering and putting a smile on my face and kind of being a little bit playful energetically and fun. If that's all it takes, why the heck is my business not more successful? I'm happy. (laughs) How many people, when they say that, are truly happy? I'm going to say, yeah, no. No, you you got that joyful, playful energy and be willing to, if it doesn't show up in your office today, tomorrow or next week, be willing to be that energy wherever you go. When you get in your car, smile. When you go to the grocery store, smile. When you go to the hair salon, smile. When you go to get your nails done, smile. When you go get your coffee in the morning, smile. When you go to the gym, smile. When you take the garbage out, smile. <laughs> it all affects And it all is like a domino effect. It all affects everything that we bring into our lives. And for our offices, yes, have books that inspire you. So when you look at them, you go, oh, I remember when I read that book, this and this came up for me. Now, something that I do is I mark different pages. I flag them. I have these little sticky flags that I flag them with. If I ever desire to go open the book, I know what page to pop open to that could have been a story, something about it just jumped for me. Some people use highlighters. Some people put little side notes at the front cover, back cover. It's really up to you. But if the book is being well-read, well-loved, and it's time to let it go, then pass it on to someone you know. See who uh, is actually asking for whatever that book is. And gosh, I had a whole series of books that I passed over to um, a women's group here in Calgary and they were really like the wow are you sure and I'm like oh yes please have them they are no longer serving me but they will serve other women or other people that are asking for this particular information and so they were really grateful they were very happy about that yeah so I'm just sort of looking across my office here and looking at all these books and It's almost like for me, the books that I currently have, uh, they're contributing to me. There might be three or four that I would um, possibly pass on. But otherwise, no, it's, it's looking, it's looking pretty good. It's looking pretty good. And, and so be the energy of that. So. On that note, we're going to have a quick break. When we return, you're with Bennett at Infinite Energies. Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. You can send a question or comment to lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Oh, I'm so grateful for those that have shown up today. And I know that the the real sort of draw for a lot of people that came to this show is actually asking about how changing your can actually bring and invite success into your life. So truthfully, it's, it's as simple as the direction that you face will be the direction that people perceive. Are you approachable or are you not? So if you are always having your back to the door, it's going to actually show up in your business as not being approachable. And one track mind, focused, um, not looking 
forwards but almost looking backwards over your shoulder always to see who's coming in and so where is that being collected in your business if you're always looking over your shoulder or looking backwards and so my target with all of my clients is to have them looking forward to the future to what they can create what they can invite into their life by looking forward looking who's coming in through their door and in fact it's kind of cool with my particular desk, I was uh, I have a I have a window that I um, has a view right now. There's some construction going on, um, sort of directly in front of my my um, building here, and so I instead of sitting and staring at the construction, I I have my body now configured so that it's on an angle and it's angled to the door. And I'm I'm enjoying that because I have this sort of 300, well, at least 180 degree view, and uh, where I can see who's coming in, I can see what's on my bookshelf, I can see my pants, I can see my artwork. Uh, I I as I choose to, I look out the window to see what's on with the weather, and not really staring right now at the construction and all the the big trucks and all of that. Although that's fun for me, I enjoy that at times. I'm I'm able to acknowledge that that's going on, but it's not at the effect of my uh, distraction for me wanting to look out the window and see what they're on and what project or what house they're building, et cetera. So just look around you at what what you are easily being distracted by. And if you are in an open concept office, which of your coworkers are a distraction to you being focused or getting things done? And so one of the things that I, I um, have seen with uh, the cubicles is actually doing some really cool things and, and having almost a... Um, I wouldn't call it a competition as much as finding out if there are parameters with what you can go above the the half walls if that's what they've got in between uh, the staff and what what can you kind of push as being yours like what can you place in your space what can you declutter what can you clean up so that you're not inundated not only your stuff but everybody else's stuff because what one person can be incredibly efficient organized um, things put away and another person it's like a pig pen it's like wow something's exploded and every time you walk by it you perceive that energy and it and it does translate and it does transfer over to your particular space so instead of being affected by all of that and visually I know we see a ton on a daily basis on our commute to our work or or wherever commuting from that can can affect us, whether you see a car accident, whether you see um, uh, a big snowstorm, whether you see a rainbow, whether you see some kids playing in the playground, all of that can affect how we go forward in our lives. So watch where you're placing your desk, receive the people coming into your space, make it a welcoming space, add some plants, have a fabulous chair that supports your back, and I look forward to talking more about success in your offices. And if you'd like to post pictures, go into our Creating Conscious Spaces Facebook group. I'll see you too soon. Take care and thanks Thank you for, for choosing to listen to the Infinite Energies Radio Show. Lisa Bennett will return next Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Lisa loves to connect with her listeners. Email her at lisa at infiniteenergies.ca or find her Infinite Energies page on Facebook. We look forward to having you join us again to share the changes you have begun to make. Have an awesome week.